Under the Helmet with Darcy Watergrave. Rally, thanks to Spark Sport. World Rally Championship lives here. I'm Darcy Watergrave and coming up we have a chat with Alvin Evans, a man whose family has been deeply involved in rally in Wales for a very long time. We'll dig further into that and other rally stories with Alvin Evans coming up next under the Helmet Rally Podcast with Spark Sport. WRC lives here. The Under the Helmet Rally Podcast. The greatest names in WRC, past and present, with Spark Sport. WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here. Gives me great pleasure to welcome to the podcast now out of Toyota Gazoo Racing World Rally Team, Alvin Evans, as we look toward finally a World Rally Championship here in New Zealand. It's been a long time, Alvin, and uh, pretty new ground for yourself, I believe. Welcome uh, to the broadcast. I'm sure you're very much looking forward to coming over and peddling under the land of the long white cloud. Yeah, thanks. I mean, it's uh, it's an exciting prospect to to finally be able to, to come over to New Zealand to, to compete. I mean, it's... Uh, I've heard so many great things about the the event and, and the roads in particular, uh, how re- rewarding they are to drive. And uh, yeah, uh, great to, to finally have the, the rally on the calendar again. Let's wind the clock back to when you first started because your rally career, not unlike many rally drivers, is very family-based. It comes from a, a long line of rally drivers, including uh, your father. I think your grandfather owned the, the car dealership as well. So this is something essentially, Elvin, you were born into. Uh, to a point, yeah, I would say I grew up around cars. Um, like you mentioned, my, my, my grandfather, or even great-grandfather, uh, started a, a car garage in, in the village. Um, and, yeah, there were a few uncles of my father's that, that used to, to rally. And then, of course, uh, my link was naturally through my, my dad's. Uh, although he wasn't really so pushy, to be honest. He, he would have much preferred I went to play golf or rugby or something like that. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think once motorsports in the blood, it's it's hard to 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 step away from it. And obviously, the desire was there as soon as I I turned seventeen and old enough to drive to to start competing in motorsport. I suppose Dad pointed you in the other direction because it's not the cheapest sport in the world, is it? You need to be good, and you need to have a lot of friendly sponsors, Elvin. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's always the the challenge with any form of motorsport. To be honest, I mean, I've been uh, very lucky over the years. To be honest, and. I think his, his sort of uh, guidance and, and sort of experience in the sport sort of pointed us in the, in the correct direction where to compete. And, and thanks to a lot of like one make series with, with good prizes at the end, I was able to, to carve my career along, like you say, with uh, some good sponsors and investors. I was, I was lucky from, from that side. Um, and it's, it's not easy, to be honest, to, to get the breakthrough in, in any form of motorsport these days. You started back, what, 2007 when you first started running in WRC, kind of a stop-start career through that until you really got back on the horse again, what, 2013, you've been continuing since then? Yeah, so I, I started uh, rallying at, at 17 in a 1,000cc in a micro, um, and yeah, I entered my first round of the World Championship, which is my home round here, Wales Rally GB, in, in 2007, spent a lot of years in, in front-wheel drive cars. Uh, and yeah, the real big break came for me at the end of 2012 when I won the the World Junior Championship, as it's known now, um, and got a prize drive with M Sport, and it sort of developed from there. Did your father run in that first rally of yours back in 2007? I think he was driving. Uh, I think he was driving to Mitsubishi, I think, at the time. So, so yeah. 
So after that, you became established and you ran an M-Sport for quite some time um, before Toyota Gazoo came to the party. Is there a, a major difference between the two cars and the way you have to express yourself in, in both of them? Well, I think uh, the, the two cars were different. That's, uh, that, that was the case back then when I first joined Toyota back in, uh, in 2020. Um, and to be honest, the Yaris suited me really well from, from the beginning. I had a great feeling in the car. Um, but of course, you know, since then, we've had a quite a major regulation change um, where all the cars have been redesigned from the ground up. So, you know, we've had to probably make a, a bigger adaption now between the, the two versions of the Yaris that I've driven than I did actually from, uh, you know, the, the previous M-Sport car to when I jumped to the, to the Yaris with the old WRC regulations. So... Um, yeah, the, the, cha- the real challenges come now with the introduction of, of these new space frame chassis and, and hybrid cars. What What is the major difference, I suppose, to the untrained eye? How would you describe the difference between the Rally 1 and the WRC ride? I, the car is, is different in virtually every area. I think the, the most similar part is the, the internal combustion engine has actually been completely carried forward from the old car. Um, but other than that, the car is, is very different. So the the transmission has changed from a, a six-speed paddle shift to a five-speed sequential. Um, we have less suspension travel. The diffs are now fully mechanical, no centre differential. Um, so all those areas, along with this space frame chassis, you know, the, the, the dynamics of the car are completely different now, along with a lot less aerodynamic with the Rally 1 car than we had with the WRC car. So quite a lot of changes to get used to all at once so you got to the end of the 2021 season you had a, a couple of second places you come back with a new car you had a, a pretty slow start to the 2022 season that's a fair thing to say is that just getting used to what you were dealing with there elvin i think it definitely was far from from expectations to be honest at the start of the year um there was a, a few mistakes on my side to be honest which of course we always aim not to do um and yeah, we seemed to start the season a bit on the back foot and, and struggle then uh, going f- to, to rallies like Croatia, you know, which is a wet tarmac rally starting right to the back. It's almost impossible then to, to gain a result. So, yeah, it was um, not the, the start of the year that we that we wanted. But I think it's fair to say that uh, things have, have settled down now and at least are, are moving in the, in the right direction, although... Um, Still, that first win eludes me in, in these new cars. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> and when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Elvin Evans is our guest on this WRC podcast. You look at your history in WRC full stop, you've come tantalisingly close to bringing yourself a title you haven't yet achieved it. That's still very much in your grasp. This is still something you're very much aiming for, I'm presuming? Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, to be fair, this year now, it's uh, it's, it's impossible, uh, you know, after, after not having the, the best of seasons. But of course, it's still... Uh, 100% my my target in, in the sport. Um, so, yeah, of course, the, the focus for us has somewhat shifted to, you know, preparation for, for next year in a way now. But, of course, 
we still part of that preparation is to do as as well as possible now for the rest of of this rally in the the remaining three rounds. How do you prepare for a rally in a countryside and road conditions that you've never encountered before? And of course, I'm referencing Rally New Zealand. You've heard about the roads. You know what it's like over here. But how do you set yourself up both physically and mentally to deal with the challenges that New Zealand's going to present? Uh, it's never easy going to a new rally because it's somewhat a, a guessing game, uh, especially since we have uh, a testing uh, ban for long-haul events. So we we somewhat have to do a bit of a guess where to, to pitch ourselves with the, with the car setup. Um, and then for us, you know, a lot of our time now is spent preparing for rallies by, by studying videos. But most of the time, you know, we have videos from previous years, which we don't really have for, for New Zealand. So we're really having to, to look back through the, the archives to try and find footage um, from the, the last versions of Rally New Zealand back in, uh, you know, 2012, 2011, 2010, uh, just to get a bit of familiarity and, and see, uh, you know, what we're, we're likely to face. And, of course, things like the, the travel will be quite important to make sure we start uh, all the way from the, the start of the week. Yeah, and I suppose when it comes to experiential advice, do you talk to rally drivers who have been here, done that before, older guys have been around? Is that helpful? Is that even worthwhile, Elvin? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're lucky to have uh, Yari as, as our team principal. Yari has a few years' experience at New Zealand there, and actually um, Tom, our, our technical director, was, was also uh, part of the WRC when we were last there, so... Um, you know, there are some people within the team that we can lean on uh, for for some experience, although it's um, often difficult, you know, to to really put that forward um, to something that's, uh, let's say, 100% accurate uh, when it was so long ago. As far as dealing with the frustrations of being a rally driver, we know what a brutal sport it is and, and how much damage can be caused in the car and sometimes through no fault of your own. How do you position yourself mentally to go through the ups and downs of situations sometimes beyond your control and sometimes ones in your control? It's an interesting, I, I suppose, psychological pitch you've got to deal with, Elvin. Yeah, I think it's within a point, uh, quite quite similar to every other form of sport, you know. But uh, I guess the the thing there to, that comes across quite key is there's some things that you can't control, and for those things you simply can't worry about them. Um, you know, uh, you you fo- simply focus on doing the things you can control as well as possible, and, and always give your best. And, and I feel that's the, the best way to go around it. Could you describe the space you're in, the zone you're in when you're actually driving these cars? I've been lucky enough to be a passenger in a a number of rally cars, and it really is quite the experience. But understanding what you guys go through when you're driving, it's almost like you're second-guessing yourself uh, constantly. Uh, You've slowed down time. You're anticipating all sorts of of outcomes. Could you describe roughly what it's like and what it requires to drive a car like this to the speeds that you do? Well, I think in terms of what's required, I think it's it's not something that comes about in in two minutes. You know, it's uh, it takes years actually for for most people to to reach the highest level. Um, so you know, it's it's something that you need to develop over time. But in terms of the feeling behind the wheel, I think you know it's one of those situations where you need to be one hundred percent concentrated and almost you know you require yourself to be in a in in a space with no thoughts almost where things just happen um and yeah especially when things are 
uh, feeling good with the car. You know, you almost become one with the car, and then you you really don't have to to think. All you're doing is is concentrating on on placing that car and, and driving as fast as possible. We're talking about the development of the cars, and over here, Hayden Padden is very much on the front foot when it comes to the hybrid cars, to the, the electric car that he's running at the moment. Do you see a future along that route, Elvin? It's very difficult to to say for sure. I think electric has uh, many challenges for, for rallying. Um, of course, uh, part of motorsport is overcoming those those challenges, Um so it's it's hard to know exactly which which direction we are we are heading. Of course, we're already in in a hybrid era at the moment, where we use both an internal combustion engine and and uh, battery technology. Um, perhaps uh, you know a, a different form such as hydrogen could be perhaps more practical for rallying. Uh, you know, you keep the the noise of the internal combustion engine, which is a very safety you know important safety factor uh, with rallying. Um, so. I think, uh, well, there is the possibility to make uh, battery technology work. I feel like uh, a technology like hydrogen in the longer term, uh, once the the technology becomes more developed, could be a a better fit for rallying. And finally, Elvin Evans, and thank you so much for joining us. If you look back across your rally career so far, is there any particular rally, any venue that stands out as one you'd like to repeat over and over again? Where are you, I suppose, happiest behind the wheel? Yeah, there's a there's a few, um, but uh, yeah, the the most memorable uh, point for me in my career was was taking my first win at home at Wales Rally GB. Uh, sadly, in an event we we miss on the on the calendar these days. So uh, yeah, for me, uh, I would really like to see uh, that rally back in in the Welsh forests uh, sometime soon. Darcy Waldegrave goes under the helmet thanks to Spark Sport. World Rally Championship lives here. That was Alvin Evans racing for Toyota Gazoo World Rally Team. He'll be one of the many international drivers blasting their way through the undergrowth of Aotearoa under the long white cloud as the World Rally Championship returns to our shores. Feel free to browse through the rest of the podcast, including a chat with Sebastian Ogier. Under the Helmet Rally Podcast with Spark Sport. WRC Repco Rally New Zealand lives here.